before she tried to steal Booker, before she tried to steal Lucas Bang, and before she tried to steal Scuba Corps itself, Maybelline stole skateboarding by by outlawing it. This ep- in this episode, Maybelline outlaws skateboarding, and it takes place before the events of Hereafter. And this episode is done in partnership with Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under is an actual play podcast focused on exploring a variety of tabletop games and sharing them with the world. You can find the whole show at sixfeetsunder.com, but they specifically wanted me to point out their current Star Wars miniseries, Renegade Scum, which you can find linked in the description. You can also find it by searching Six Feet Under on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this episode. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome back to Six Feet Under. Uh, we have a bonus feat for you today. My name is Grant and I am not running this one. More on that later. Uh, from our usual rotating cast today, we have Ix. Hello. And Yao. Good evening. And Yuria. Hello. Did that alphabetical wise. Uh, so, uh, we are joined today by a very special guest. Please introduce yourself as you would like to be introduced. Hi, my name is Kyle. Uh, I am from the podcast Quest Friends. And that's that. That's who I am. <laughs> I have nothing else to... 29 years, almost 30, and I have nothing left to say about myself. Just those two things. Well, I, I think you have one perhaps related thing to say. Oh, and right. That, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I see a very familiar name on the cover here. Yeah, I design games sometimes, one of them being called Under the Neighborhood, a game that we use on Quest Friends that is inspired by shows like Gravity Falls and Amphibia and The Owl House and one that I actually really like, Dead End Paranormal Park. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, which I learned today the second season is coming out on October 13th, which... Nice. I'm real excited for, but it's also two days before my wedding, so I think I'm going to have to wait to watch oh, it. Oh, might have to save that one. <laughs> wow, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully your, your wedding lives up to being the second biggest thing you're looking forward to that week. A lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, so well, I don't know, because uh, Owl House Season 3 first episode comes out on my wedding day, so it might have to <laughs> settle for third. You know, bronze metal ain't bad. You know, that, that's... Uh... <laughs> Ah, uh, honey, this is the third best day of my life. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about the game we have in front of us, of yes. course. But first, I'm going to ask you uh, a little more about Quest Friends. What? Who are these friends and why do they quest? Well, Quest Friends are my best friends. And we do quest because we do tabletop games. So, yeah, Quest Friends is me and my best friends playing through adventures with, as you'll see today, silly settings and over-the-top characters. Because I, I I have to go to 11 with any NPC I make, or I just forget about them. That's a good policy. I like it. <laughs> We're on our second season right now, Quest Friends Hereafter, which is a ghost and ghoul campaign inspired by, shockingly, shows like Gravity Falls and The Owl House and Amphibia and Dead End. Uh, which takes place in a world where the Realm of the Dead is only a plane ride away. Uh, and again, that's our second season, Quest Friends Hereafter. We also did a Numenera uh, campaign before then, which if you have 
listened to Cypher System or played Cypher System games at all, you'll notice I, we'll say borrowed, was inspired by a lot of Cypher System mechanics for Under the Neighborhood. Before we play Under the Neighborhood, what is it about this game that uh, facilitates these stories better than something you you might have found off the rack without your name on the cover? Yeah, totally. So... Under the Neighborhood is a Powered by the Apocalypse game with a lot of inspiration from Cypher System. Powered by the Apocalypse is a umbrella of games that can do a whole lot of things, but one of the big reasons I chose it is because it, in my opinion, is one of the best systems for allowing what I'm going to consider low-power play. Essentially, play where the characters even when they have powers, don't reach the absurdly strong levels of someone in, say, Numenera or Dungeons & Dragons or Pathfinder when they basically become gods of death by the end of it. But instead, you can have people who have skills in various things and are just, you know, people. Maybe they can cast a spell or two. But the other thing that really facilitates this is a mechanic we're going to play with soon called Slice of Life Complications. I essentially noticed that in all of these shows... Most of the non-plot-heavy episodes start with something really mundane, and then they meet, and then they mix it with the magical setting in order to create a fantastical adventure that is fun and whimsical and ultimately very relatable. An example I'm going to do is the show Dead End Paranormal Park. So there is an episode where one of the main characters, Norma, essentially goes out on this beach retreat with some of her co-workers, and she's got an extreme amount of social anxiety about it. And that's the mundane slice-of-life complication. Just, she's stressed. It's, you know, doesn't happen necessarily all the time, but it's a relatable thing, being extremely stressed about being in a new scenario. And where the magical part comes in is this is a show where demons and magical rituals are real. So this guy comes in who essentially is a demon that feeds off of the fears of others. So we start with this relatable thing of I'm extremely nervous being around all these people and feel like I'm being a downer. And then we add this magical fear-sucking demon on top of it. And suddenly we have this adventure where we're hopping into different characters' minds and we're trying to fight someone on this, like, battlefield of minds and fear and nightmares. And that's kind of where the game comes from. You take something relatable, add something magical to it, and then you have an adventure. We have some uh, perhaps relatable, perhaps magical things to bring our characters. Uh, uh, So uh, it's time to introduce those before we play. Who would like to go first? I can go first if if I'm uh, volunteered to, I don't mind. (laughs) You've been volunteered. Okay. Uh, well, I made a character. Uh, his name is Fletcher Street Sweep Maliva, uh, and he is the opportunist who knows people. Fletcher is your, your uh, the, the skate punk teen of the valley, and uh, he has never been seen not slouching. Uh, the worst thing in his life is that it's never hoodie weather here in the valley, uh, uh, which is a part of the setting based on the, the American Southwest. Basically, his his goal is to get everyone in the world to see his uh, uh, like mixtape, to to see his skate video. Very and, teenage. Uh, 
So he, he's laid back, but he always has some sort of plan or scheme running somewhere. You just wouldn't know it by looking at him. Uh, okay, so I have an important question, though, because you say his mixtape video. So is Fletcher... Like, is Fletcher with the times? Like, is he making a new TikTok account every week so he can game the system and failing? Or is he actually grabbing, like, an old VHS tape or DVD and trying to get that scene? See, that's the thing. That is what's with the times. <laughs> Have you not realized the, like, uh, uh, resurgence of, like, cassette decks that we're living in right now? I guess we're not cool enough, skateboard boy. <laughs> so, like, he, he is honoring his forebears by, like, uh, uh, thrifting for those, like, snap a VHS tape into the camcorder, like, uh, uh, video cameras. Um, uh, and that's his ideal. Like, he'll promo hi- himself digitally or whatever, but, like, the, the real meat and potatoes, the, like, what he... Uh, is trying to build is an analog like highlight reel with a lot of fisheye lens obviously well yeah you gotta have i mean is it skating without fisheye lens i'm glad my character's a bully because you sound very bullyable (laughs) (laughs) and guess what ix you got volunteered go for it yeah yeah i'm playing as monica baird i'm the intuition who rages here's the thing about living in a small town and living in a family that's a whole bunch of artists when you yourself have no talent for artists kind of kind of makes you want to go the complete opposite direction and just go out and break shit and you know teenage life is that's the perfect time to be doing that shit anyway so it really all just works out so when your parents who own a convenience store oversock on some fancy new energy drink and they figure the best way to sell it is to order a mascot suit for your older brother to wear Suddenly you have just the perfect disguise and alibi to just kind of go out and roam the streets whenever you like. As kind of a terrifying blue bear with a bat. <laughs> you know, like you do. Terrifying. <laughs> I, no notes. Watched the Warriors once, has no friends, just going around alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, only has no friends and also only has the one mascot costume, so, you know. <laughs> Uh, how how much wear and tear has this costume seen? That's a great question. I think the parents probably got it secondhand because a new one would be too expensive. So it's like the old style, the old fashioned mascot style of the character on the energy drink cans too. Oh, so, nice and worn out, nice and terrifying. Favorite favorite oh. holiday is obviously Halloween, and not not honestly not too happy in summer because it's kind of too goddamn hot to wear the stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, fair. Oh, oh, I have ideas. <laughs> I love it. I adore it. Just what a shithead no team needs. Anonymity. <laughs> Being disguised as the icy bear's fucked up brother. <laughs> yep. Perfect. I was throwing around names in my head for what the energy drink is called, and I was like, uh, oh, Blue Bear, somehow not thinking about Red Bull at all when I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Blue. It gives you flippers. I don't know what that means. It gives you gills? Would that be the equivalent? I feel like lots of people would drown after drinking that, so never mind. That sounds like a bad drink. Maybe that's why (laughs) it's not selling. (laughs) It's technically edible. I think the most horrifying part of that is that you described a drink as 
edible. And I get mm-hmm. that, yeah. like, <laughs> edible would technically apply for drinks, but it still makes me think of chewing on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that oh. makes it sound that makes it sound like a meal substitute, which I guess is technically an energy drink, but I don't want to think about that. Energy if you get any drink cold plus... enough, it technically is chewable. Finally, caffeinated soylent. We're essentially on our way to somehow making something un- less healthy than four loco. All right, so I am playing as Pepper Corrin, who I guess technically journalist fits the playbook's named that the journalist who escapes. Um, Brown hair and a ponytail, green eyes. Shorter than you'd expect for her age, but, you know, it helps with getting into small spaces and places that she shouldn't be. But she often is because she's trying to figure out what's really going on in this town, and, you know, there's a lot of strange stuff. So there's a lot of stuff to investigate. Old mysteries, new problems that have turned up, how these things are definitely related. Just, you know, I've got this whole sheet. got all these notes that I've got on this tiny laptop that I carry around everywhere. It's got these uh, battle scars left over from some necromon or another. Absolutely. Yeah, that's basically her thing, is um, she's constantly taking notes, looking stuff up, uh, grabbing the dustiest books in the library and reading them cover to cover. Do you uh, do you keep track of the tabloids? Yes and no, by which I mean, like, she has opinions about tabloids. She's like, these ones know what they're talking about. They just kind of hide things that are real and make them look really bad by intentionally photoshopping them so that they look bad. These ones, on the other hand, these ones just make stuff up. <laughs> Sounds like a nerd to me. <laughs> yeah, agreed. In answer to the tabloid question, yes. Just after the fact, after reading them, carefully sorts them into piles, piles of to investigate further and uh, hamster bedding. well hamster quote-unquote um death ham skull hamster there's the uh, owl house cute mouse with the scout skull face it's one of those yeah have we decided what the bunnies are in this universe yet we have not i said carbuncles jokingly and nobody else said anything so i'm just gonna say bunnies but they all have gems in their foreheads like final fantasies well we have a bunny over here bunnies with gems with uh, are they like elemental gems? Like you can collect the bunny of wind, the bunny of fire, the bunny of like water, and the bunny of earth, and you'll have all the power uh, of this one. world. Yeah, uh, this it's the, the it's of the Eevee of this world. Yeah, the bunny of what now? <laughs> the bunny of oxygen. The bunny of oxygen. Oh right, the elements. <laughs> so, do you have a gem? Are you going for the carbuncle angle? What's well, going on I'm, here? Well, let me introduce myself first. I'm going to be playing vicious. Carl Wabus, the animal companion who casts spells. What is this? How is a bully not a bully when she is forced into being a rabbit? Sucker. So, Kara was also a bully when she was human, except one day she crossed paths with a rather vengeful magician who decided she needed to be taught a lesson and was forced into a, well, rabbit form. That's why you only bully the weak, stupid. <laughs> they can't fight back. Taps forehead. Physically, wizards can't fight back, but apparently they have magic. This fucking wizard was out in his pajamas. <laughs> no way to know. He ha- he still had a pointy hat on, but you thought it was just an old-timey nightcap. <laughs> <laughs> My thought was even the, the old-timey hat was like the, the purple one with all like the stars and the moon to really encapsulate that nightcap feeling about it. 
I heard that I heard that you cast spells. Did you learn things from this nerd after you got cursed by the nerd? That's pretty sad. Well, <laughs> that's the second half of this. Uh, something caused a severance of this contract, so Connor got booted back to the mundane. However, she still kind of got stuck in this form, but at least she can use some spells. The only problem is, A, she is really upset about still being stuck in this form, and B, uh, even though she can cast spells, she doesn't really have control over what gets cast, so uh, have fun with that. Oh, no. <laughs> Tiny creature made of chaos. You know how the, you know in the Emperor's New Groove how the Yzma sounds when she gets turned into a cat? That's that's pretty much the voice I'm imagining for this bunny. <laughs> and I am not going to attempt that. Oh, that's, yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I think it's probably for the best that we don't subject viewers to, like, a high-pitched, auto-tuned, chipmunkified area, yeah. But yeah, that's fine, honestly. I think we'll be fine image, without though. it. Sam? Clearly what we do is today's adventure, everyone's voice has been pitched up through some magical spell that you all have to take care of. Oh, Perfect. That's perfect. That makes editing easy. (laughs) No, I got it. The rest of us will just talk really low like this, and then we'll just pitch everything up at once so that the rest of us will sound normal, but Yuria will sound high pitched. Yeah. I can't wait to finally sound like an average human being. (laughs) So, those are the people adventuring, but before we get to the adventure. Uh, to walk us through this this uh, uh, mundane complication business. Yeah, so the way this works is I am sending all of you a very, very in-depth diagram right now. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> the way very the good. complications work is that each of you are going to suggest a complication for somebody else. Again, something mundane. The coffee machine is broken. I, My voice is very sore unless I speak very high-pitched. You know, it doesn't have to be something that happens every day, but it's it's the kind of thing you complain about. Uh, another example, I got stuck in the car wash. I can't go backwards, which has happened to a friend. Uh, I've created a diagram where each of you is going to, on the diagram to the person clockwise, are going to suggest a complication that is affecting that character. Then once we've heard all four, we're going to, as a group, decide which one we want to go with, and that will be the foundation of our adventure today. I love it. It's like, it is just like at the start of one of these shows where it shows all the individual crap all the characters are going through, and you're never quite sure which one is going to turn out to be the (laughs) A-plot where that somehow leads to a demon attacking. Exactly. Because because of that, I can't help but think of it as the regular show effect. Excuse me. Speaking of voices (laughs) getting weird if you don't talk high-pitched, I guess. All right. Well, while I was being an active listener and came up with one for each of you uh, waiting for this diagram. So the, the one that I had in pocket for, for Monica is I think her family store has a rat problem. Uh, that's that's uh, turning that's pretty a, hot. That's exactly the kind of shit they, they would put on me, too. <laughs> Guess it's down to the corner store in the hot, hot ass sun. Wait, we are the corner store. Oh, we don't even have rat traps here. We used them all up. God damn it. I have to go get more from a competitor. <laughs> I mean, the Valley has seen uh, pretty bad necromouse infestations recently, so that's purely reasonable, yes. They eat just the spirit of the food so that it's still there, but it's tasteless and bland and has no <laughs> calories. all empty calories. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, 
horrifying. Uh, yeah, one thing I should mention is just like how you have Pokemon in Pokemon, we have creatures called Necromon. They're essentially ghostly Pokemon that say their names backwards. So we don't just have regular mice, we have ghost mice that eat the souls of food, making them tasteless. Just real gaudy food. <laughs> I love it. They're called Tars, so they say rat. <laughs> Tars, I love it. So not necromice, but tars. They're bigger, and they bite real hard. Tartars. Uh, Tartars. I love it. It's a tartar invasion. Here we go. Oh yeah, now it's my turn to think up something for Pepper. Let's see. Oh, oh, I know the the you're doing you're doing your weekly roundup of tabloids, and you've come to the one that you always leave for last because the only corner store that stocks it is the one that bitch monica lives at so you just have to go to the corner store to get this tabloid and monica lives there unbeknownst to you rats are there and monica is not and i don't know if that's more or less preferable but off you go (laughs) we didn't really come up with a name for the necro bunny equivalent so eh. i was just thinking beanies because it's like bunny plus eevee also beanie babies Mm. Well, either way, um, Kara is one of those, and um, people keep having it in their heads that somehow she would want carrots and keeps offering them. So she has way too many carrots, and she actually hates carrots. Aww. They're too sweet. They don't actually offer enough of what she needs. This, yeah, so it's just is, like, here's a bunch of into snacks. into a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> Here's just a bunch of just useless snacks that she cannot stand the taste of, and it's like, what even is this? I don't think there's a version of Eevee if you, like, are mean to it, but you're going to turn into that. Oh, there should be. That would be sick. <laughs> You'd have thought that would be how Umbreon would happen, but no. Dark, yeah, double now. dark type. Yeah, I, I, I'm torn because I, I suppose the Pokemon company doesn't want to encourage kids to just like beat the crap out of their eevees feel like that is probably but then again there are some pokemon that get stronger when you're mean to them so yeah pokemon company's already fucked up plenty so like <laughs> slow poke tails we can we can go hog wild i guess is what i'm saying <laughs> all right so just getting so many well now i gotta figure out how to fuck over fletcher hmm many have tried Oh no! The town is starting to pass a skateboarding as a crime legislation. Oh, gross! <laughs> We're doing some nimby no. shit. Skateboarding oh, sweep, is no. <laughs> they're 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 calling it the street sweep program. Oh no! Oh, Specifically going after you. Sweeping the streets. The only of person who's seen your viral video is the city commissioner who hates you, and is also your uncle or something. <laughs> I was gonna say dad, but that seems a little rough. All right, so here are the four we've got. Uh, Monica's family store has a tartar infestation, uh, all out of traps, and they're getting in everything. Pepper is onto the last tabloid, but has to go to Monica's store, uh, and Monica's just very rude. Uh, Kara is being offered carrots, which are not nutritious and should not be given to beanies or bunnies. And then finally, uh, for Fletcher, skateboarding has been outlawed thanks to the Valley's street sweep program. 
Here are the four possibilities of things that could be going wrong. Which of these are we uh, are we feeling the most? We can reference the other ones, but uh, there should be one that is the foundation of our adventure today. I, th- I think the the two that have the most like dynamic range that like could scale up to contain an adventure that spins out of control is either the first or the last, right? The 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 skate ban or the the tartar infestation. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say as well. I'm leaning pretty hard toward the skate, skate ban. ban. Three for skate ban. This is actually the city council meeting where they passed the skate ban. <laughs> Three for skate ban. Right that way. Gotta save the skate park. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna refill the swimming pool. <laughs> you can't skate in that. Oddly enough, rollerblades are still perfectly legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah rollerblades are City commissioner rollerblades. I think my favorite part about this is that this episode will release around the time one of our main episodes releases where a character, for reasons, has been rollerblading to everything in her life. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've left her fine. She's okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. We're not non-canonical. <laughs> we're we're really? still canon compliant. I mean, that character goodness. would commit crimes. So, like, it, it wouldn't have stopped her. Like, oh, phew. <laughs> All right, so we're doing we're doing the street sweep program. Uh, also, before we get started, uh, with the exception of any other questions, I forgot to ask this: uh, swearing. Should I avoid it? I certainly haven't been. <laughs> hey, cool. That's usually the answer, but I always like to make sure. Mm-hmm. Thank Good you. Plan. This is like a Riverdale teen show. <laughs> they don't swear on that I... much. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Heck. if we were Riverdale, we'd have to get really, really edgy, but always watch the swears. Oh, gosh you, dang you it. Everybody up. I know just got knife murdered. Golly gee. They don't even have sex anymore on that show. <laughs> what the, what the point? What's the point of your podcast name, Ted? I know. We have to change the name. Okay, you may not know this, but my wife and I have a Riverdale recap podcast going back to the first season. It's called Sex Archie. We have a great time. But <laughs> over the last season, they seriously stopped having sex. So now it's Gore I'm so Archie. sorry. Is it even the same show? What do they have left? Cults and Cannibals? <laughs> well, I mean... It's my favorite tabletop game. If you wanted me to answer this question... Yes. We wouldn't have time to play the game. But yeah, it, would, it would suddenly become... You know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... So, yeah, I'm walking through the skate park, and I see some mall cops going after Fletcher, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> and I keep walking. So, uh, we can hear the heat coming oh, off this, that of sizzling the concrete. Shit. We're in a massive heat wave, like... And a pretty uncharacteristic one. Like, it is not the middle of summer, but it is still just steaming hot. Uh, we can hear it. We can feel it. We, in fact, see uh, a goop man uh, just walking around in some sandals. And, just, whoop, 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 and he trips, and just a tiny bit of his toe gets on the ground. And in an instant, poof, Ow. he just evaporates. Oh dear. And as he evaporates, where he was 
a don't cross uh, line from the Undertakers, which are our version of like the ghost cops slash FBI's. Uh, some like do not cross police tape goes across where this man was standing, but it's not blocking off him. It is blocking off a beautiful series of dips and curves and and uh, concrete grinding rails. It is blocking off the 10 square foot big skate park of the valley and a couple of a uh, couple of rons a couple of undertakers in their sunglasses and hawaiian shirts are like yeah get, get on out of here get on out of here there's uh no by the new street sweep program nobody is allowed here isn't that right ron 12 uh, that certainly is right round 13 no one no one's around, around, I lost what I was saying. No skating! I was just so mad. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You were so mad about the skating. You were so mad about the skating. I was so mad about the, the skating. The crimes. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna say that everyone, uh, everyone can see this, uh, as this just gets blocked off. The, uh, four of you will say, just to get you together, are... Mm-hmm. In, uh, there's just, like, a little pop-up food court kind of thing. A couple of, like, a couple of, like, food trucks there, which are just blasting the AC around each other. And a couple of tables. And we'll say the the four of you have somehow found yourself all stuck on the same table. It's, it's, it's just super fucking hot. And this is the only shady spot for... Uh, acres, miles, that sounds dramatic, but I am a teen. <laughs> so yeah, we're all just stuck here watching Fletcher get chewed out by cops, which, uh, you know, not the worst. Yeah, Fletcher, what are you up to? Uh, Fletcher is in his heatwave outfit, which is like a white tank top, and his like, be- well below the knee cargo shorts are rolled up above the knee. <laughs> a lot of questions there. He's seeing this in disbelief. He's going to skate over and not ask questions. He's just going to try to, like, ollie over the tape and make a dramatic show of, like, the best place to skate is where you're not allowed to skate. Everyone knows this. (laughs) Bro. All right. uh, It's time to do a basic move. Uh, Basic moves are when we try to do any action. Uh, Of the basic moves we have, I think the one I want to do is one, because you're trying to be cool, right? Mm-hmm. It is called Keep Your Cool. Keep Your Cool is when you're trying to do something that takes finesse. Something like picking a lock or, you know, trying to make sure you're holding on to something and so you don't fall. Or in this case, you're trying to do a super rad ollie. So you're going to roll plus slick and then let me know what you get. Like Fletcher gets a, a twinkle in his eye and just starts skating toward this this uh, do not enter like do not cross tape, and says over his shoulder to the other three and everybody else who's like at the snack stand, "Hey, get out your phones! You're gonna want to see this." As, as he like winds up, jumps, and that's an eleven. That's ah. an eleven plus my slick. Hell yeah! Damn it. Nice. Put away my phone disappointedly. <laughs> I uh, one one man's uh, success is another bully's trash. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, yeah, Fletcher, how do you do this? Describe this rad uh, move you do. 
right next to the park, there is there's a, a restaurant or something that is getting like a load of of drinks. Uh, so there is a box truck with a ramp leading up to the back. So he like swerves onto that ramp uh, like diagonally and jumps off it to get the height and does like yeah a one eighty kickflip over the head of one of the Rons and <laughs> lands clean and stands straight up. He's like, did you get that? You, you got to send me that. Let me give you my at. <laughs> I, lo- I love that ending because it completely ruins it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfectly in character for a teen. Ron's, though, think it's super cool. Uh, and, <sighs> and Ron 12 is just like, oh, yeah, uh, let me. Uh, I, got, I got my, my phone. Ron, I, I got it on my phone right here. Let me. Let me. Hey, hey, Ron. Ron 12. Ron 12. It was cool. But it was a crime. But it was, it was cool crime, though. But it was a crime. All crime is cool, fuckers. <laughs> they hear from across the street. Yeah, I'm just from shouting. Off in the distance, you just hear like a middle-aged woman go, "Yeah, nice." Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say everyone applauds, but you get a, a couple of applauds. People are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, even Monica gives you a couple reluctantly. Like, God, that was pretty sick. Up until <laughs> fucking plugged himself. Let me give you my most thunderous applause. What's that? You can't hear that? Because I don't have palms. They're all fuzz. <laughs> They're all covered in fuzz. It's oddly cute fuzz, but... Are you hiding under a food truck or something? Or are you hanging out with somebody? I am probably underneath a table or something. I'm pretty sure these people do not take kindly to even transformed regular people. Also, I'm reasonably certain that saying that Kara looks cute in any way, shape, or form causes Kara to immediately just eyes narrow whips out my notebook what's another mark next to pepper's name why are you keeping that don't ask questions you should never ask about these secrets puts a mark next to monica's name too yeah 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 i've heard it before bunny all right all right that was that was okay that was a sick flip we gotta make that now arrest him (laughs) thank you uh, Ron 13 <laughs> p- goes back and points to you. Yeah, thank you. It's a crime. It's a cool crime. And you're going to tell about it all. You're going to tell the crime to all the other undertakers down at the station. All right, get on down there. Get on down there. All right. But uh, it was cool. Ron, thir- Ron 12, we got to do it. All right. I know. I know. I'm sad too. All right, get on down there. Come on. Come on. And they start uh, motioning and walking towards you. Doing you like the, the thing that. The thing that, like, middle-aged guys try to do when they're, like, try to look tough. And I want to mo these guys wear, like, cargo shorts. So they're doing the thing where they're, like, sticking their thumbs in the front of their cargo shorts and just kind of, like, lifting it up a little bit right under the belt. Like, all right, come on. Gotta get down there. Gotta get down. <laughs> Fletcher is is in the bowl. Like, he's vert skating. <laughs> like, <laughs> while they argue about how cool or not the crime is, he's just skating. Pepper is trying to figure out how this became a crime in the first place because it's not an, it's never just an ordinance. There's something going on here. <laughs> uh, are you like are you flipping through your tabloids? Oh, heck no. I'm, I need immediate information. I'm going through the Wi-Fi. Oh, you're going through the Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a uh, give me an understand role. Understand is when you have a question. In your case the question is how did this come to pass, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're going to roll another stat which is books, because our four stats, hearts, slick, books, and fierce, are all about not necessarily your physical capabilities, but how you uh, approach the world. 
So, yeah, roll plus books, tell me what you get, and we'll see how well you understand. Is this with advantage due to the fact that I'm using the laptop? Uh, your laptop, so that is, uh, tell me about your laptop. So this is a relatively tiny laptop, it's like probably 12 inches, honestly, that she put together herself using some kind of kit that she found, and, uh, the darn thing's surprisingly sturdy, like, the battle damage that it has on it is from something that is larger than it looks like it yeah. should be. But regardless, this thing is, you know, it's capable of picking up Wi-Fi out here. It's definitely capable of searching whatever we need. And this is your uh, signature item, correct? <laughs> yep. And the way signature items work is signature items are basically, uh, they're mundane things, though they can have little quirks that people have, like uh, like Mabel's grappling hook in Gravity Falls or Anne's tennis racket. And whenever you roll using one of those things, so in this case, you're using it to look up information, as you said, you do roll with advantage, which means you roll three dice to take the results of the top two. So you mm-hmm. do roll with advantage because you are using this. Yep. Just double checking. That plus two, so 13. 13, so yes, full success. Wow. So uh, could you repeat to me what the, uh, what is your specific question so I can answer it? Like, what are you putting in the, into Google? <laughs> Who is behind putting this out there so fiercely that now we don't have a skate park when I hadn't heard anything about this yesterday? Okay. Oh, while yeah, Kepler yeah. looks that up, I have the very Disney Channel scene in my mind of Fletcher skating back and forth across the park while the two cops just kind of chase back and forth around the perimeter. Speaking of Disney Channel, uh, the person behind this is uh, a Disney Channel original movie kind of villain. Uh, oh no, it's Sharpay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you're looking through and you're googling through the news and it first says oh by an order of mayor right of of mayor of mayor uncle that's what his name is now because he is uh he's fletcher's uncle i don't know uh by <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Of, mayor, of mayor uncle uh this came to pass but that's i mean He's a pushover, all right? And you notice that recently, because of this big tournament that's been going on, that there is this big Necromon uh, dueling megacore called Scuba Core. And a specific member, the head of press and the number two of the company, Maybelline, seems to be the one behind it. Now, she is, as I said, the kind of stereotypical disney channel original movie villain from the perspective of she is a multi an avon lady a multi-level marketing woman like someone who is wearing nothing but hot pink at all times super long extravagant nails curly white and pink hair glittering lipstick the kind of woman who would smile at you while holding a knife in the back of her hand but is so like aggressively one color that that and that's where I get the Disney Channel villain from of like the this person is just pink personified. You you see a record and this woman seems to have this irrational hatred of skateboarding. It's not hip, it's not cool, it is it is unsafe and um alternative. And we don't like alternative Sorry, of everything you said, irrational hatred of skateboarders is really like the most Disney Channel villain descriptor <laughs> of all. That's just perfect. Yeah, irrational hatred. She despises them. 
I despise the boards with the wheels. Snowboarding, boards? fine, but keep it on the mountains. Boarding with wheels, absolutely terrible. Now, 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 shoes with wheels, they can be fashionable. They're like heels, but fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is but, this uh, the speech but, that she was giving to the city council? But, yes, yes, but Perfect. boards with wheels, <laughs> boards with wheels, let me finish. They are just, they're just tasteless. They're not fun. <laughs> Why not do snowboarding? You know, that's thats what I do back in my hometown all the time. I love snowboarding. What do you mean there isn't any snow? Does anyone have any real questions? What, Thank what you. What do you mean this is a super desert? <laughs> Pepper's just staring as this video is playing. Just, uh, this woman get any more square. I just, oh. Monica, between watching that and watching Fletcher get chased by cops, is kind of like, kind of want to try skating again. Now that's crying. <laughs> and actually, yeah, that's that's when you notice um, Fletcher. I'm going to give you a GM intrusion. All right. So this is a cipher system mechanic where essentially you get an AP or adventure point, which you can use on one of many things. Uh, in exchange, I get to make a hard move. I get to make things difficult for you. I imagine Maybelline also has a fluffy dog under her arm at all times. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, I I love it. Uh, you hear a barking... And Fletcher, you are knocked to the side as <gasps> this fluffy... Uh, this fluffy Crayola dog kind of like pink and it's less Crayola more like molding clay but this bright dog that's like a bright pink and uh, little splashes of like white and other bright colors leaps on you and slams you against the wall turning into the like this play-doh sludge and just traps you against the wall as the Rons are pushed to the side by these two individuals wearing a long white trench coat with an SC emblazoned on it. And you can tell these are workers of Scuba Corps, the company that Maybelline is the second in command of. Monica's going to continue to heckle like, woo, super cops. <laughs> they glare at you. Yeah, get they out, look get out at of you here, kid. and glare. <laughs> Watch yourself, kid, all right? You don't, you don't want to be a part of this. Oh, also at this uh, point, I'd say that Monica has completely forgotten that she's on an errand, if you were wondering. Good. This is I'm way glad. too interesting. You've just been here snacking. I've just been here snacking, <laughs> laughing at Fletcher. But before his attention goes to the people talking to him, Fletcher's going to like turn to this uh, a necromon and be like, you, you okay, bud? I mean, I don't know if you have a lot of practice taking you know hits like that. I, I don't know how often dogs bail, but you, you all right? Okay, okay, this is the main character. Nice to animals. This is this is the Disney Channel main character. <laughs> it's been decided. <laughs> it's kind of you can't really make it out underneath because its mouth and the rest of it has congealed into sludge. <laughs> is this it, from you, splattering or from heat? Uh from uh, both. It was probably helped uh, along by the heat, yeah. Yeah, it's helped along by the heat. You don't know how it feels about it, but you do know that it likes you. Oh. I was, oh, I was thinking something more along the lines of the adults from Charlie Brown. The... <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right, all right. Looks like nothing's broken, little guy. So uh, you get yourself into some AC. I got to get arrested. Rod, what's up? <laughs> I want to note that you are still, this thing is like over your chest and your arms stuck you <laughs> stuck to you against the wall. So you're like stuck against Plastered. the wall still being like, hey, Ron, buddy. Buddy, you're Spider-Man against the wall. <laughs> did you, did, did, can you see if anybody was filming that too? Like, you gotta have the bloops in the tape, right? Wow, bloops, I hate it, thanks. Were any of the rest of you filming that? No, I'm done filming. I'm just laughing at the cops reacting. I do have a question about Silfco, or not Silf, Scubaco. Scubacore? <laughs> yeah, what about Scubacore? Um, hypothetically, if they saw um, a talking necromon, would they want to capture it and experiment on it? Just slowly turns my head towards Monica. Um, No, no, this isn't Monica saying that. That would be fucked up even for Monica. 100%, yeah. 110%, yes. Yes, yeah. So Um, Monica might do, like, the one decent thing in her life and, like, set down her bag in front of the bunny or something. (laughs) Hey, I was watching. Well, um, (laughs) it's a plastic bag. uh, Deal with it. I'm going I'm to have you roll in a second for that. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, to kind of explain how we get there, we'll say Ron, 12, because he's the one who's been super friendly to you, Fletcher, turns over and is like, uh, you know, I wasn't able to look. I would highly encourage you to not talk to the suspect, please. And uh, could you, undertakers, so kindly get everyone else out of the vicinity Hand, you clearly cannot handle this yourselves, so we at Scuba Corps will take care of it, and you all can do your thing. And this, this comes from a Scuba Corps guy who has a uh, 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 like, uh, mustache, and I think the soul patch is the term for it. Uh, he has mm-hmm. that now, because, sure. Uh, and he motions for the Rons, and the Rons start walking to the rest of you. as like, all right, everyone, clear it out. That's right, clear it oh, out, clear come, it out. Come on, I didn't even do anything this time. <laughs> And that's when I want you to roll stealth to hide the rabbit as these two men are approaching you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is stealth slick? That feels pretty it's slick. slick. Yes. It's slick. Okay, here we go. Time trying to, to be, be slick. smooth. I have a plus one hiding. for this. Oh, I got a six plus one, so a seven. So just barely. Okay. Just barely remembered and put the bag down in time. So you barely put the bag down in time, but that does come with a bit of a complication. It's not perfect. Naturally. Uh, specifically you have to choose a drawback the area around you is on high alert you leave behind some sort of evidence or someone other than who you're trying to avoid so someone other than the rons notices you doing the sneaking uh i think probably just forgetting the bag after i pull this sneaky little trick sounds most accurate to monica i don't know what's in the bag yet maybe it'll uh be a plot important moment later oh. on we'll be like oh i have an item for this oh no i left it behind all right so the rounds don't notice they just see a bag on the ground they're like all right get on out of here get on get on out oh. everyone get on out we oh. don't want to be we don't want to ru- all right we do want to rough you up a little but not like not much hey. so like get on out of here i heard that i should be recording this uh what would it take to obtain that bag before we leave uh i take my bag <laughs> It's got I, a quote-unquote friend in it. I'm not actually sure I, where Pepper's uh, Pepper's relation to Kara is. Yeah, rabbit, I put it right? in front of her. I didn't put her. I didn't scoop her into it. Uh, okay. That would be bun napping. And you'd have two very 
pointy teeth in your arm if you tried that. You yeah, would have so I'd... a bunch of very, like, some sharp and some blunt teeth in you then, Rabbit. <laughs> uh, you can you can try to roll. Uh, I do keep your cool to grab it, just because even though it's a sneak, I don't like doing the same move twice in a row. Um, otherwise, yeah, you can just keep it. The, it sounds like I'll be fine is the thing. Okay. So I should probably just make our way out. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, Scoop the things th- up and go, the bunny will be fine. Alright, so... Yeah, the three of you... The three of you make make your way out. Where, Fletcher, you're still stuck there talking to, uh, talking to the scuba core reps. Oh. Yeah, I'm glued. Uh, where... You guys travel for work? Uh, you from out of town? Are we from out of town? And he points to the giant scuba core space scraper that is under construction after they entered town and says, are we out of town, you ask? Side note, I'd like to try, I know this is another stealth roll again, but I'd like to try to sneak back around and continue to spy on these. Uh, are the other two, are you going to come and spy as well? Oh, I'm absolutely going to try and spy, come on. Oh, you know the journalist is going to spy. What, what, about, what about the beanie? Well, I'm not really going to be able to get far if this place is kind of crawling with people. I better stick with somebody who can pick me up and get me out of here if things get a little dicey, so... I still have a backpack. Uh, <laughs> fine. Into the backpack. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna actually let you just do this for right now. Uh, yeah, Ron and Ron aren't successfully... great at their jobs, huh? No, they're, the Ron, Ron, Ron 13 and Ron 12, terrible at their jobs. Absolutely atrocious. Um... We, we sneak these... around. We sneak around the shawarma pharma uh, food truck. <laughs> Delicious, food by the so way. So good, it's medicinal. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry yeah. now. I want to eat. Uh... <laughs> is is shawarma pharma bit, like themed to like a, an ambulance? Yes, perfect. <laughs> okay, all right, I, cool. I love I love f- fictional food trucks with just awful mix-ups of. Themes that absolutely do not go together and have no business being next to each other. But here we are. Here we are feeling eating shawarma out of an ambulance. Oh, man. Feeling awful, have a falafel. This, oh, man, this truck was introduced in an earlier episode when the main characters were looking for an ambulance and they came upon this thing instead. <laughs> and now the alarm that is going, is shawarma like... pharma. Now that's a slice of life complication. Yeah. I needed to go to the hospital, but the shawarma pharma thing was there instead. Shawarma pharma truck. Anyway, we already resolved um, that last season. <laughs> so the uh, yeah the uh, scuba core rep is looking at you, um, and we're gonna say we're gonna give him name. He's gonna he has a name tag that is going to be uh, Peter, but the R is crossed out so that you call him Pete. Um, and Pete looks down and he's like, all right, man, let's, uh, let's get up. Let's get going. Like you can, you can go with the rounds if you want, but, uh, or you can go with me, but you gotta be going somewhere. All right. You are not allowed here. Okay. I got a very important question that will determine the, the, the tack Fletcher takes in the next moment. Where is the skateboard? Cause like, is, is it in custody? Is it just like on the ground? It's in handcuffs right now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna be nice and give it to you. But if it I, landed near me, that would play into something I was gonna do next. Um, 
how about you know if you're if you want to give me an AP, I can say it just conveniently oh, yeah. landed your way. Sure. All right. Yeah. We'll yeah. So I'll, I'll take that, that AP. We'll say the Rons were putting it in handcuffs, but accidentally oh God, like guys. tripped, and it just. It just uh, it rolled under the truck wheel. and gone forever. Exactly, oh, rolled under the truck over to you. Perfect. And they're checking a the truck, but they're checking the wrong truck. I don't think we've said it on mic, but you can tell this skateboard from all others because it has like large model rocket engines duct taped to the back. God, uh, fucking nerd. <laughs> Monica's gonna like groan loudly, but nevertheless step forward and be like, hey, get out of the way, I'm gonna go skating now. And basically try to serve as a distraction for Fletcher to get away from under the clay dog. Okay, okay, I'll yeah. I'll show you how to run um, from cops. So, uh, yeah, roll me, roll me convince somebody, which is what you do when you try to convince someone. In this case, you're trying to get their attention. Uh, and convince somebody can use any stat based on what you're doing. I'm going to say fierce, because you're trying to be loud and get their attention. That's true, I am. Uh, in that case, I might just go ahead and use my unique move of flying into a rage, too. <laughs> Could you describe that move? Yes, my unique move as the rageful one. I fly into a rage, rolling with advantage for any rolls that use fierce, and disadvantage for everything else. Uh, the rage naturally ends when the scene ends, or I can try to end it early. But for now, let's get angry. So I'm gonna roll three dice and keep the best. Because I'm getting fucking mad and saying some unforgivable, unforgivable shit at these corpo cops. The kind of stuff that they would uh, right. not allow on Riverdale. It's that bad. Perfect. Oh yeah, perfect. Love it. Got a ten. Nice. Got a ten. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You get everyone's attention, including the scuba core rep. Uh, two questions. I want you to describe how you do this, and then I want the two of the uh, the two with you. I want Kara and Pepper to describe how do you respond by getting all the attention on you as well. <laughs> all the attention is on us too. Interesting. Whoops. Unless Monica takes a few steps out and then gets yeah, attention. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking I, I ran think out so. from behind the food truck and grabbed the skateboard and then did my little display. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. In that case, describe what you do to get everyone's attention and then everyone else uh, describe how you respond. Yeah, Monica has previous skateboard experience, but like in the way where she tried it twice and kept falling off, so went, fuck this. Um, so it's like less majestic and skillful and more just kind of a rageful tackle on wheels. I'm not sure who exactly she bowls directly into, but she does, and then continues on the other side, up and out, probably stumbles and almost falls off the skateboard entirely before catching it and running off, continuing to shout obscenities and anything else to make them all follow her. And Ron 12 is like, wow, that was so cool! And the scuba core rep says... But it was still a crime. Get her. That's oh, right, you right. guys. I love our little talks. And then I take off running. <laughs> and <laughs> the three of them, uh, the three of them chase you, leaving behind the dog. I'll, 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 I'll keep, the dog likes you, Fletcher. The dog is still there. The dog is also cemented to the wall still. <laughs> yeah, the dog is still, the dog's a very loyal, very loyal boy. Does anybody have any acetone? Uh, yeah, I think that would be bad for the dog but or a, okay a spatula i don't know i'm not there you got to solve this problem yourselves 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. You are by a bunch of food trucks. There's probably a spatula somewhere in there. As Monica does that, Pepper just kind of looks at that, just straight up whistles for a second before catching herself and going, <sighs> just looking down at Kara and going, she's not cool. That was really cool, but she's not cool. And ugh, okay, whatever. Cooler than you, nerd. Uh-huh. Just gently pats you and then goes and grabs a spatula off of the, the falafel truck and runs over to the dock. Oh, you're on thin ice. From the falafel <laughs> waffle? All right, so so uh, Pepper is going into the skate park toward to to talk to the dog. Uh, the dog is still stuck to the wall. Yeah, yeah, you're still stuck to the dog to the wall. So I think uh, you're trying oh, to spatula. It's more uh, yeah, it's more to free you, you free. and your bindings happen to be a dog. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> hey, research kid. Uh, can you get me out here? We're parking uh, on it. Okay, uh, thanks. Look, can, can you do me a favor and just kind of stare at the sky for a second? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not sure if that move works for other people, to be honest, but I do have a thing that means if I'm currently stuck in some kind of simple restraint, I can just break out of it as long as no one's looking. But... I think you have to have the advanced version, which is what you get when you level up. I believe the level up lets you, like, break locks without looking. So you could get yourself stuck in the dog and get yourself out of the dog, but I don't but think you But I wouldn't be get... able to get Fletcher out of the dog through no, that No, I don't means. think okay. so. I'm sorry. That being said, I wasn't planning to to have you roll for this, uh, just because we've you've got all the time in the world. I've got all the time in the world, so we can just kind of snap it free. The, the don't look at this is basically just a self-esteem thing. Because <laughs> does, does it take a little while? She, she's just really bad at assessing how good she is at things you know where uh mascot kid took my board uh just kind of points in a direction and you can still see the receding shadow i don't know where you're pointing well you're already free at this point oh (laughs) all right i should tell you when you can look it that way and you see the last of the scuba folks just kind of running after her did you see you that gonna... trick she did? Wow, that was awesome. Oh, you didn't see? Ah, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Tr- trick is very generous for tackling a cop. I mean, it's a pretty good trick. It's pretty Damn cool. It, I, it I just don't know if it's all that tricky. It's it's already got... I'm going to tell you, on whatever our version of TikTok is, it's already gotten a lot more views than oh, sick. Uh, any Trick Fletcher has done. On KitKat. KitKat? Ah. Uh. Oh, necro TikTok kit caught. Oh boy. (laughs) All right, well. All right, this totally blows. You, you're my friend. You, you're a critter. You can be my friend too. How are we going to fix this? Yo, is that bunny talking? I have not said anything. Well, wait, that's what I did. Okay, you just did. Okay. Let me see what I can. Look, as long as you keep it secret from the people chasing after you. Car, roll me to uh, to take action. That's what you do when you have to act quickly. It is fierce. Uh, question: Does this yeah. activate? It's is this something that would be considered a a threat coming towards me? Uh, you and only you would consider it a threat. Uh, yeah, because you have. Just tell me the move that you have. I have. It's quiet. Too quiet. I am tuned to danger, and I get a plus one four on my next roll. If that's the case, that turns this 9 into a 10. Nice. The conversation is going on, and then suddenly time slows down for you, and you hear this flapping tick, tock, 
tick tock. Oh God, we're going viral. It's not. <laughs> it's not the clicking of the clock. It's the wagging of the play dog. Of the uh, sorry, it's the wagging of the play dodge as the little play doh dog wags its tail, and seeing a bunny tries to pounce on you. Oh no. How do you successfully dodge out of the way? Well, I think one thing I could do is that I... Any of my spells would actually come in handy here. So which one, let's see which one I accidentally yeah, cast. Yeah, blow this dog up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so normally if you cast a spell, I would have you roll. And in this case, if you want, you can roll uh, 1d6 and just 1 to 2 for the one spell, 3 to 4 for the other, 5 to 6. Or I'm happy to just let let you retroactively say I did the spell since it's flavor. Uh, let's see. I rolled a one, which means that's just my armor spell. Create a protective barrier against physical or magical assault. So I don't really know. Oh, this I dog just, is flat again. Except it kind of just flyers against yep. me in a sort of bubble shield. So I am perfectly fine. This dog is now like permanently more pancake faced after today. So because you're inside of the backpack at this point, I think this means that both uh, Kara and Pepper now have this dog just kind of splattered in a half, like, dome shape behind us. Yeah, well, it's, it is... And Pepper it is, notices because of the shade. It's stuck to the backpack now, and it's gone from, like, a long-faced dog to, like, a French, a French bulldog or pug. When it comes off, and it won't right now, it's stuck to it, it will have, like, a short face. I still have the spatula. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What's the smell like? It smells like burning Play-Doh and wet dog. Oof! It's not a pleasant time. smell. Which is even worse for me, being a rabbit. I just oh. gently go ahead and scrape the dog off of my backpack, and then pat the dog on the head, and then start moving. Yeah, good thing you still have the spatula. They're not gonna miss it. They have like twelve in there. All right, and then uh, are you are you? Uh, what do you do next? Are you off in pursuit of the skateboard? If that's where Fletcher's going, yeah. Um, I gotta get that. It's like the most important thing in my life as far as objects go. Uh, but if you wanted to come along, uh, that'd be cool because you can cast spells. That's rad and. Whatever your, like, performance anxiety about getting people out of traps is, I am fine with that. While you're in the middle of saying that, Pepper's just like, yeah, okay, let's go, and just grabs you and starts running. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right, I want want two things from folks other than Monica. I want someone to give me a hiding place and I want someone to give me a general location. So like broom closet and school, essentially. Basement. You said basement? Yes. A call center. Monica, you have found yourself in a call center basement. (laughs) Oh, hell. Yeah, yeah, one of those little basement windows was open and I just kind of dove in. Uh, yeah, and the Rons are outside trying to barge in, and the uh, the scuba core guy, you can see, kind of looks at you with, like, the little uh, goatee. That's what I was thinking, not soul patch. The little goatee. He's, uh, Pete is looking down, knocking on the door, fretting back and forth. Um, occasionally, he calls, he goes, uh, Play Doge! Play Doge! 
how should I should have had more than one Necromon? And he starts pacing back and forth before eventually picking up the phone and and making a call. Not to the call center, to someplace else. Uh, yeah, and you are in the basement of this call center. Yeah, I want to get out the front door if they're at the back door, so I presume I'm trying to go up a front way and probably find a locked door because what use is a basement in a call center? Not storage, you know. Uh, a, a couple of skeletons and zombies, but they don't pay you much. Yeah, money. you know, trash mobs. <laughs> hey, Monica. Ads. Yeah, is this this is your is this your regular hiding places? That's how everyone knows where you are. Yeah, maybe this might just be a window that's regularly left open, so I just kind of slip in here. Hey, Monica, what uh, what raw numbers did you piss off this time? All of them. I keep a checklist. Nice. Think that means I win at the Monica. Uh, crime bingo, right, Deborah? That's right, oh, Charlotte. You guys are so boring. I'm gonna leave now. Bye. Alright, we'll see you next week, honey. Alright, and you barge up the front door. These fucking zombies think they're my parents. I got enough parents. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, little old ladies with like the lipstick and like the hair and uh, like we're wearing dresses, which like. Aren't glamorous, but they glitter and they make us feel good. Well, that's all that matters. Okay, bye. (laughs) All right, and you leave and you walk out the front door and I'll say the rest of you, you all see. Well, you've gone here a few times, so we'll say there's, you know, you know your way out. You know where the key is and stuff like that. So the rest of you all see as Monica barges out of the call center. Oh, thanks for holding on to that. This is the farthest I've ever gone on feet. Ugh, ugh. The rockets are kind of dumb, but, you know, have fun with them. It's for the big finale. I haven't filmed it yet. <laughs> Fair enough. So how is Hell Cellular? Hell Cellular. That's what this is, the uh, the yeah. call center for, is for a company called Hell Cellular. Naturally. Oh, they do, yeah, uh, I just nat- nat- underworld yeah. communication. Oh, you know, boring as always. Nobody even looked up this time. Yeah, back in the 60s before uh, the government broke up the the telecoms, it was just U.S. hell everywhere. (laughs) Ten years ago, we had hell. (laughs) And it never went away. Nope. As you say, the big finish, I'm going to give everyone a GM intrusion. Everyone get an AP. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. And you hear this click clacking, and as you say the big finish, you hear a the big finish? I would love to hear what that is. Wouldn't you as well, Mayor Uncle? And you see that Maybelline, this woman again wearing all pink, is walking next to this very drab, boring man in like a suit, brown suit, brown tie. It's loosened. He's tired. He's like a mix of tired dad and like gross uncle. And grosser politician. And is they, the two of them just skating. Yes, he is. And he is very bad at it. Nice. But he does it because Maybelline <laughs> yes, says that is. she likes roller skating. So, again, he's, he, he's just under the thumb of Scuba Corps. <laughs> so, actually, yeah, as she said, don't, wouldn't you agree, Mayor Uncle? He's like, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, I, I would. 
yes, of course, as he tries to, like, just stabilize his hand on Maybelline's shoulder, at which point she just brushes it off like it's a gross fly, and he falls flat on the ground, flat on his face. Oh, your uncle is such a... Never mind. I'll tell you later. Oh, that's that's your uncle? He's he's so funny. Just just like you, all the four of you are all so funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I talk funny, uh, he smells funny, he looks funny, we're definitely related. Oh, definitely, definitely. And you know what the funniest thing is? The funniest thing is that the four of you, uh, the, is the, I'm gonna say she doesn't notice the rabbit yet, actually, she doesn't notice Kara. What I find particularly funny is that three of you are acting like you all, um, like you're all so, like, have so much control over this whole law thing, like messing with the Rons, skating in the skate park, being, and she uh, turns to you, Pepper, and says, being the second most annoying investigative journalist on my trail. You all are so funny. So I think we should all take a little walk back to Scuba Corps headquarters just so you can tell your jokes to everyone else. How does that sound? Uh, no. I mean, you can say whatever you want to think about what I do and don't know, but I'll have you know I am the foremost legal expert in the Valley's land use regulations and and the rights of uh, how one can use public spaces. Oh, Alright, that was I'm sure I'm sure you're an expert at super long phrases that nobody has the time to pay attention yeah, to. Seriously, but, just um, when I thought you were getting cool. <laughs> Maybelline wants to high five you. <laughs> um uh, you hear a little <laughs> a little laugh and uh she says, Yeah, so um we uh, this is not happening. Uh, do we is is this clear? That these jokes just can't continue. So hey, where's that dog? So like, this is the lady who hates skating for no reason? Where's the Play-Doh? I have a reason, and can someone get that thing away from me? And you can see the Play-Doh is actually sniffing her her foot, and she's kind of like kicking it away. Someone get that away from me, please. Where is, where is Peter? Where is Peter? Mayor, Mayor Uncle? Mayor Uncle? Well, I don't know. Mayor Uncle, can you t- take care of that, please? And Mayor Uncle starts wrestling with the dog. Yeah, I probably should have taken the roller skates off first. As I was saying, the three of you, uh, we, this will not be a problem again, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Monica is not even trying to hide the fact that she's not really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is just like usual Great. adult cop stuff, you know? Like, oh, don't do that. Oh, it's so inconvenient. To me, the city person who does the important job. <laughs> she laughs again uh, and says, all right, perfect, perfect. Well, I will let you all be on your way. Um, and you hear her clip clapping away and she pauses for a second and says, well, actually, I do. I do need, I do need... I do need two things from you in exchange, though. Uh, just two small things, if that would be mind. I do need that skateboard. No. I do need that skateboard. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I you do need the skateboard. You can have the, the rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They kind of ruin it. 
Listen, I I know plenty of people who love tacky things, but unfortunately, I just I I'm not a big fan of them, and they they already have too much stuff. So, um, I need that. <coughs> uh, and oh, go hey, ahead. Hey, Roberts. Uh, uh, Fletcher shouts as I'm going to use my move, uh, uh, the move I get from being the opportunist who knows people. Uh, uh, Mayor Uncle's assistant, Roberts, is, is going to pop out right now if I spend this one AP I'm spending. Yeah, he's, he's helping uh, Uncle, Mayor, Mayor Uncle with the dog. Uh, to describe what your move does. Tell me the mechanics of it. All right, you know somebody who knows somebody. Instead of doing a basic move, spend one AP to have a friend of a friend appear. Roll plus slick to convince them to help. Instead of relying on my my own persuasiveness or or athletic ability to escape or, or any other way, I want the the guy who actually knows like property law in a uh, uh, mayor uncle's office to say that a private citizen cannot seize my skateboard uh and it's time to roll slick to convince roberts to have my back in this moment yeah uh, well, 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 well hey there uh where hey there uh uh he doesn't that's a six. Oh, well you know he uh, sort of resolves it it's a mixed success convince somebody sort of uh, but he's very upset with you. He's just in like Fletcher. Your poor uncle. Your poor it's other uncle. It's an injustice, uncle. though. It's an injustice. It's, it's, listen. Life's an injustice. Death's an injustice. Oh, death God. It's, it's this fucking character from every cartoon. The one who's a little too <laughs> real. Anyways. Uh, so the, the target, he's going to... Anyways, uh, ma'am, you can't... Can't seize private property. That is technically true. Now companies can, but from what I understand, um, actually, before I continue, so he's going to convince Maybelline mostly to let your target. But there's going to be one drawback. Mm -hmm. uh, here are the four options. Something is preventing her from not seizing your skateboard. She's going to ask for something else in return. She's going to make an inconvenient misunderstanding. Or she's going to be temporarily upset with you. I want to know what this offer is. I'm taking door number two. What, what does uh, Ms. Maybelline want in return for not seizing my skateboard? So he's going to say, I don't need a skateboard. Yeah, just, you got to understand, like, it's just like how property works and you know from what i understand and i spent a lot of time with the school corps representative you uh, are not the designated representative of the company the representative is in fact I, I okay 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 that is too too much too much fine i won't i won't see as that i know that i am not in charge of skateboard acquisition what should be skateboard destruction, but whatever. I, uh, a, qu a quick question for you, uh, 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 Mr. Roberts. I can, at any point, acquire, say, uh, a necromon that has no home, correct? Well, I believe that is correct, yes. Perfect, perfect. Well, then I won't take your skateboard, but... And while it seems like she's been ignoring Kara this whole time... Her eyes dart towards you as she just does a very dainty but very aggressive finger point. Bum bum bum. I will need her. Oh no. I rolled no, so no. bad I got a player character kidnapped. <laughs> well she hasn't taken Kara yet. Hasn't taken, just as suddenly paying very close attention. Very close attention. 
I can't believe I call Fletcher a nerd and this is my payback. <laughs> is that in is that said in character? Nope. Let's weigh over our options here. What is this deal or no deal? Yeah, like on the one hand, I can be rid of the bunny. On the other hand, <laughs> that would that would make this lady happy. She'd be very happy. She might even get you a promotion. Don't want the squarest lady in the entire city to be happy. Oh, I can't. We can't Oof. be having that. Taking a snarky bunny, I can excuse, but getting a promotion, I draw the line. Yeah, you can excuse terrible. taking the snarky bunny. Excuse me. Uh, what bunny? What snark? That's just a plushie. <sighs> I I suppose you're right. Your company does deal with rogue necromon and i want you to be sure before you you take this this one here there's a terrible curse laid upon it you're so cute a terrible curse really i find that hard to believe it can't be worse than this heat and she takes out a one of those hand fans but it's pink and glittery and she just starts fanning herself of course it is it's pink and glittery and has her name written across it (laughs) <laughs> she does she does have her name also the glitter it poofs off into the hair air and like gets uh, on people's faces and stuff it particularly gets a, on mare uncle it's a legend spoken of uh, around the schoolyards and the alleys of our city here mm-hmm. uh, uh anyone who takes this this necromon against its will mm-hmm. uh is is bound to have a horrible horrible accident befall them that that's why we just live and let live and let it roam free and wild right <laughs> of course that's a cute story it is a cute story. It re- it's it's very it's almost as cute and funny as you are. Uh unfortunately, and and you know what? It's one that even even Oset might like. Uh Oset being the company CEO. And you know, I think I think he'd love to hear it. So, uh you again, you can tell him yourself or you can just let me have the goddamn necromon. It's it's a plot it's it's a plush. <laughs> right. What does Kara have to say or do to this? I was gonna ask the same of Pepper. I guess this is gonna be a two part plan. I'm gonna spend one action point to uh conveniently have an item out as somebody is streaming this to KitKat. Okay. <laughs> yes, someone is streaming it. So basically she's Maybelline believes that Tara is homeless, correct? Like, without owner? Yeah, but I'll tell you a hint, she doesn't much care either way. Like, if you if you did have a home, she'd still take you, but she does currently believe you're homeless, yes. Yeah, so my original plan was to try to use, uh, convince somebody to kind of get myself out of this, but apparently that might not be the best case, even if I set up the uh, recording to kind of give a bad public image does like her public image actually maybe then maybe i should go with that so Mm -hmm. okay original plan who would be recording because i'm gonna spend an action point to do that uh or if i mean it's the middle of the day yeah it's the middle of the day you know what we'll say that we'll say that and he's not gonna do anything against you we'll say that ron 12 is back he came back to uh get some kick cuts of uh the cool kick flips he circled around the front of the building finally yeah, he, he circled around, but he doesn't. He doesn't have Ron thirteen to tell him to actually keep his keep his uh, focus. So yeah, 
He's doing he's doing it on Aww. his personal uh, on his personal account, which unfortunately Ron twelve was taken, so he is Ron fifteen on his KitKat account. It's very how good. ironic. <laughs> I'm going to guess Ron 12 was taken was also taken. Yes, yes. Every Ron 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Well, that's just fucked so, up. Yeah. Now that you have your uh, your eyes on you, what are you going to do? Okay. So my next question is, who do you think would be a better target of convince somebody that this is a very bad idea? Would it be Maybelline or should I be trying to make an appeal directly into the phone or recording device? Probably Maybelline, right? Or, or what, what specifically, what are you trying to convince people of? Oh, convince her that the curse is real would be really good. Because, like, just the kind of glare into her eyes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So you want to, essentially, you want to convince her. And by extension, we'll just say that Kit Kat, um, that AP, um, I'll give you a, I'll give you a plus one for it. And I'll say that the effects are amplified. So... By virtue, you are also convincing everyone on KitKat that the curse is a bad idea. Or something along those lines. Well, I was going to actually activate my puppy dog eyes move. Once per adventure, you can automatically get a full success on Convince Somebody. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's so cute. It's gotta be cursed. Oh. So you're, and you're trying to convince, so if I understand, it's a dual convince, essentially. You're trying to get bad public image for her and trying to convince her of the curse. Yeah, that part would come in handy with the heart part, so puppy dog eyes would come in to play. Describe, describe. I will, I will describe how, because you said full success automatically, right? Yep. You can roll to see if you get a critical success. Uh, yeah, roll heart or slick because you're lying or you're trying to appeal to better nature. Um, it, well, the stat doesn't matter for a critical success. So you can roll to see if you get two sixes, but in either case, you succeed. So I need you to describe how you are acting very, very cute to get good public perception and convince Maybelline that it is not a good idea to take you. Okay, well, I didn't get a critical success, but anyway. So as she starts to kind of reach towards Kara... She is going to widen her eyes, like a t- like being courted by prey. There's a little bit of whimper, and she is <laughs> going to also kind of look into the recording device and back. And just a bunch of uh, Ron Twelve can see this. You can't because you can't see the Kit Kat unless someone has pulled it up. Ron just sees a series of like hearts come in as people are just like, "Aw, so cute," and then a handful of angry faces. Mm-hmm. Maybelline, meanwhile, is like, what are you trying to, why, why are its, <clears throat> why are its eyes so big? <laughs> that is, why, is that, uh, that is, what, it, that is uncomfortable. And she starts fanning herself harder. Why is, why are the eyes so big? It's the first sign of the curse, ma'am. The curse has, um. The second sign is heat. The curse has physical effects. Uh, it's a curse. How many? Why? You never said anything about it affecting someone's appearance, making eyes so big and unnatural. Oh yeah, and this curse is proven enduring. to make someone's TV ratings go down. It's pretty nasty, ma'am. T TV, as in television. Yes, ma'am. Television. Television. I heard the last person who tried to own Kara uh, got in a car accident, 
but they broke their nose and it set crooked. What? What? <laughs> set crooked? How, how many degrees are we talking about? I here? heard that she gets into your clothes and eats them, but only your favorites. <laughs> but all of them are my favorites. Well, well, that sounds really dangerous. Oh. They say no one who ever owns Kara got a good performance review at, at year end again. I knew this guy who was a chef who owned Kara once, and he didn't. He lost a Michelin star. At this point, Monica's just <laughs> just having fun lying. So, yeah. while, so while you two are doing this wonderful thing, I'm wondering if me and Kara should just quietly leave the scene. <laughs> Maybe just slide down the hill on the skateboard. You know what? Sure. Take the skateboard to safety, too, because she wanted that, too. Mm-hmm. If Kara's coming with. Ma'am, what do you mean you're arresting us for skateboarding? We don't, we don't even have a skateboard. There what do you mean talking? Why are we here? talking about skateboarding? I'm, I'm mad and I'm stressed and... And she looks and she sees that there are two of you. What? Yeah. You, you, uh, you said we were skateboarding, but we're, we weren't. So can we go now? This heat must be getting to me. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like a curse or something out here. A curse? But I didn't take her! Take who? <laughs> you can't see me, but I am staring off into the void, hot and confused and sweaty and scared. And Oh my <laughs> god, I'm sweating. Oh my god, I am s- sweating and... Is- and that's when she notices the camera. And she doesn't think anything about the animal abuse. But thinking of how, like, sweaty and, like, uncomfortable she might be looking, she's like, all right, I, um, I... Mayor Uncle, I expect you to take care of this immediately, okay? Find, Stop the curse. Stop the skateboarding. And I will... I will be on my way. And she huffily just click clacks away from the scene. Uh, Mayor Uncle, meanwhile, has... The dog is just glooped onto his arm by this point, And he's like... Well, hey, uh, hey there, uh, Fletcher. Why'd you have to do that to that nice lady? Was there a nice lady around here? I think he might be referring to the rabbit. Oh. Wait, so there was a rabbit here? Damn it, Fletcher, you went and confused your uncle. <laughs> I I'm, don't think my uncle is qualified. Listen, I'm... Con- I'm confused right now. So if I understand here, mm-hmm. and tell me if any of this is not true. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, Robert, can you take care of this? <laughs> Didn't of even course. try. Not even one question. <laughs> well, he is a politician after all. That's a he great point. Have to try. So, all right, as I understand, you all aggravated the Rons again. And uh, got the attention of Scuba Corps. You argued with them about the fact that skateboarding is illegal. And it is still illegal, nephew. Yeah, nephew. You then told the woman about a curse because she wanted to take some random beanie. I didn't know you had that. And uh, she then left because of the curse, I guess. And uh, skateboarding is still illegal, so really you have solved nothing. Is that correct? Yeah, Fletcher. Unfortunately, yes. However, 
that is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. You see, I mean, your life has gotten so much harder ever since skateboarding was banned. Today? Isn't today a rough day? <laughs> he looks real sad. Today, today's a real, a real rough day. Today's a real rough day. And not just because of the play dodge. I mean, that was part of it. And why was the play dodge such a problem? It's because they closed the skate park. And why am I in your hair? It's because they closed the skate park. And I think... This all makes sense to me. And what we're really saying is... Life in the city is going to be so much better. And your job specifically is going to be a lot easier. And my poor, poor, aggravated, addled uncle... Ah! He uh, slips uh, over again. (laughs) Splat. The dog dog now has squished little legs. He can't take another day of skateboarding being banned. So he really normally can. I would roll convince somebody, but it was a long con. Oh no. Describe it was a long con. Once per adventure, you can immediately follow up a failure or mixed success with a full success, explaining that the failure was all part of the plan. I knew, I knew that that uh, uh, executive, Miss Maybelline, was going to try to go in for some sort of hard bargain, and I knew we'd get out of it in a way that would stress out Roberts here. So I've just been setting up the perfect argument. So what to, to failure are you following up on or mixed success? This is the the failure uh, from the role from you know somebody who knows somebody that summoned Roberts into the narrative. <laughs> All right, this is this is later than the letter of the law of the move implies. It does have the word immediately in there. I I, I do admit. I do res- I respect it though. <laughs> I respect the <laughs> hell out of it. Do you have an AP to give me? Yes, I do. I'm down AP to one. Will, give me that AP and I will let it pass. Okay. All right. He he is automatically successfully convinced uh, that he, he should do all that is in his power as the guy who's actually running the city for Mayor Uncle on Mayor Uncle's behalf that th- this ban cannot stand. You don't want to be going down to the pharmacy for heart medication for this guy twice as often, right, Roberts? He starts crying. Oh, Roberts. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> oh. He, yeah, I didn't even have me go to the pharmacy. Oh, you accidentally He sends me the shawarma pharma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him it's not medicinal, but he won't listen. Nobody listens oh. to me. And then Scuba Corps comes in and starts claiming that skateboarding oh isn't. Skateboarding is a liability. But rollerblading isn't. Look at your uncle. Look oh at your God. mayor uncle. I really try look what not skate, to. Look what, look what roller skating has done to him. <laughs> I'm gonna go. See ya. I'll 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 go get your skateboard back. I'll be right back. You uh you have fun with Roberts. I just love this combination of how much of a loser Mayor Uncle is, and the fact that Fletcher said, "Look, now I'm in your hair. You have to deal with me. What kind of <laughs> fail you are." Oh, I just life is so hard. You know I knew a girl once. She broke my heart, but you know what I like to do before that? You know what filled my heart with joy? What was it, Roberts? He pulls something 
very familiar to you aboard with four wheels from under his suit coat and says, How? I like wow. to shred. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you do, Roberts. I always knew. I always knew. It's not that well hidden. It's a suit. <laughs> you can't really hide a skateboard. It's one of them long boards, too. Yeah, really. <laughs> it pokes That's out exactly the top what and I was bottom. Thinking. It's been walking this entire time with the stiffest gait imaginable. <laughs> oh, Roberts. It's a week later now. Sure. Why not? We're back in the skate park. It's a cooler day. Skateboarding has been unbanned. Hell yeah. We're all partying. Let's all get uh, shawarma pharma. We're all at shawarma pharma. My parents have sent me out on another errand, and guess what? I forgot again. <laughs> we're going to say you're checking one of your phones, and the phone has another recording of Maybelline. And she's like, you are all going to regret this. I, well, I, I am going to become higher up at Scuba Corps, and then I will crush this little town, and I will take care of it, and I will be the curse upon this town, and... What Holy was, uh, shit. Oh, like cram it. This town belongs to the people, or at least the skateboarding part of it does. You still kind of <laughs> rule the rest of it. I swear, when Oset gets here, he is going to make all of you pay because this is the kind of thing he cares about. Because he cares about his employees. And, 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 and she just keeps rambling. And the rambling actually gets cut off. As you get a ping from, uh, is it right if I say that, uh, Pepper, this is your phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a ping for an article that says something like, what is missing about out of times missing rutabagas? Uh, and it kind of mutes her voice and we see the rest of you at the skate park. Getting maybe shawarma pharma? I don't know. I'm a little tired of it. I am skateboarding with my formerly broken in half now duct tape back together board, though. I'm so glad. Roberts is there, too. Yay, it's Roberts, everybody. <laughs> Are you skateboarding in the mascot outfit? Um, no, this is, that's like, hut. Shh, shh, they don't need to know about that. Don't say that in front of the cops or the adults. It's Come a on. little too Pro Skater 3, you know? Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not a customized character here. I'm a real person. <laughs> I'm a real right. person. I hope it doesn't turn out that I'm like an imaginary role-played person or anything. What kind of existential nightmare that would be. Anyway, that That would skating. be horrifying. <laughs> you know, the whole reason why I joined in on this whole getting skateboards legalized again? It's an easier way for a rabbit to travel instead of having to hop around all the place. Just... <laughs> So is everyone skateboarding? Are we ending this in the cheesy, the cheesiest movie way possible? Where yeah, I think we, we must started be, with yeah. one skateboarder and everyone skateboarding. And now now everybody, just... you've all been brought together by the magic of skateboarding being a crime. Mm-hmm. Now everybody is Pepper loves just it. Watching this video on top of a skateboard while shredding. Pepper did literally leave the scene on a skateboard with a with rockets. A bunny on. Of, a bunny riding the front and rockets on it that we still never actually lit. Maybe you lit him in the getaway. Oh, we gotta do the big finish. <laughs> Alright. Uh, stretches. Cracks the neck. Uh, we rolling? We rolling? Yeah, yeah, there, I'm rolling. <laughs> as yeah. We, we like 
have a montage of everybody having like happy community moments, but now it's a golden hour and, and we see that like a ramp has been constructed. It is time to finally film the finale of the skate tape. Yeah, the cheesy pop music that's playing in the background diegetically on a boombox reaches a swell. I want you I want whoever is doing this move to roll uh keep your cool. Keep your cool, bro. This is like Fletcher's time yeah, to, you, to shine. Start, this this is the button for the skate tape. So like uh, uh we're, we're just seeing like VHS uh, uh like fidelity effects and and the the little like uh uh burned in timer and date in the bottom corner and everything as uh uh he's like in close up and says right to it they call me street sweep because I clear the garbage off these streets. And then he sets up on this ramp. And uh, I think with like a little bit of flame magic, Kara lights the, the rockets that, that just launch him up into the sky. Let's hit this yeah, dice like a plus one because of my Monica, Monica's filming and also being like, fuck up, fuck up under her breath. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I rolled yeah. a five. Yeah, yeah. But I know. I, but it's time to reveal another move. It's time Loaded for the dice. prestige. Yes. <laughs> it's time to swap that out for that twelve you rolled at the beginning of the session. Just. At the beginning of the adventure, roll plus six and record the result once per adventure. At any point, you can use this result instead of your roll or that of another PC. That's not a five. That's a twelve. I think it my looks favorite like thing you're about fucking that. up the planned move, but really you just launch into an even cooler move. I think my favorite thing is that if I heard correctly, instead of play, instead of saying plus slick, you said plus sick. Which yes. for this rad ass yeah, move yeah. is totally right. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, describe the end. What is the ending as we see of we see as you mess up, but you roll plus sick. The trick is supposed to be a backflip, right? It's supposed to be like a double backflip with the extra height, you know, and and rotational speed. Uh, coming from the rocket engines, but uh, this homemade DIY sketch-ass ramp uh, uh, has not been tested. That might have been a mistake, and it catches the wheels, and so his like vertical uh, uh, spin turns into uh, uh, it, it gets like some lateral momentum instead. <laughs> But uh, after, like, a moment of fumbling, it turns into, yeah, this, like, sort of uh, uh, multi-axis rotation. He he lands it clean. You would almost think that was the plan all along to, to get a backflip uh, uh, along with, uh, uh, I think it's a 720 in the end. And as the uh, uh, he lands and rolls into, like, the mattress held up to, to stop him, <laughs> it is held by Monica and Pepper, with uh, uh, Kara eventually, like, hopping into frame to join them. It's the four of them together, uh, uh, all, like, looking back at the camera in the VHS frame to end the skate tape. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end our session. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that has been Under the Neighborhood. Thank you so much, everyone, for playing with me today. Thanks for having us. We made a company executive frustrated. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
Always a plus. By the way, I just rolled my my uh, random spell. It was in fact hop, so congratulations. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. Because I did have questions that were floating, but you know what? That's part of the fun of this type of like system, that you can actually poke at that at a future time if we were doing another one. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I am kind of curious... Two things. One is that heat wave happened rather coincidentally. It really did seem like it probably was some type of curse. Uh, we could explore that in a future episode if you know this was continuing. And the que- the second question is the Gravity Falls style post credits thing would be the camera panning out and zooming in on something else and revealing that exactly. Oh yeah, I'm w- I'm w- yeah. I'm waiting for the other question. Then we're getting an epilogue. So hmm. what's the other yeah. question? So she referred to Pepper as the second most annoying investigative reporter, which has left Pepper wondering since that moment, okay, so who's the first one then? And how do I become the most annoying one? Um, one thing at a time. Yeah, let's let's do this, because it's a nice segue. And I would have gotten that automatically anyway, because I have a move for that. <laughs> So it is It is actually a couple of months later now. Uh, skateboarding has gone really well. Uh, your adventure actually took place uh, right before the school year started. So those of you who are in school are back in school. Uh, and again, a couple of months have passed. I, in my head, Kara actually is still enrolled in school and everyone just kind of... <laughs> there is a fist that slams on the table. And this man wearing a long black trench coat that looks like the scuba core coats says, So not only, Maybelline, did you wait this long to tell me, but you say that you found this animal so coincidentally on a heat wave. This sounds like the work of a legendary necromon. Oh, oh, set. It wasn't legendary. It was just some minor thing, not a big thing, not like the ones. Silence! The legendary necromon are the only thing that can cause something like this to happen. There is no such thing as coincidence, Maybelline. You will take care of this. Or are you too distracted by that sparky malarkey? Oh, set, don't think about it at all. We'll, we'll take care of her take care of that whole other situation, and then we'll get back to your cute thing. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, And Maybelline gets a very, very stiff smile, and her eyes grow angry, and as the door slams behind her as she leaves Oset Scuba's office, she just looks down at her to-do list. And it's a series of things. Uh, on the top of the list is Take My Place as number two on Scuba Corps. Number two on the list is Crush Sparky Malarkey. And number three on her list is Take Care of Those Meddling Kids. There's our epilogue. You have <laughs> gained the ire of Maybelline and the attention of... Uh, I mean, you already had it, but you've got her attention now. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, This is a great time. I really had fun today. Uh, So, Kyle, uh, why don't you tell us again where we can find Quest Friends and where, where the folks at home can find themselves a copy of Under the Neighborhood? Yeah, so you can find Quest Friends at questfriendspodcast.com or by searching Quest Friends with an exclamation point on whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to this right now. 
If you are interested in this world and these characters, that's where our second season hereafter takes place. It's got ghosts, it's got ghouls, it's got Maybelline as a major antagonist, the Rons are there, and one of our main characters is that number one investigative reporter that Maybelline was so aggravated by. So if you want to learn about her and the missing rutabagas mystery she's working on, you can check us out at, again, questfriendspodcast.com or questfriends with an exclamation point. You can also find Under the Neighborhood at itch.io or on DriveThruRPG. I don't have the specific URLs mentioned, but just search Under the Neighborhood on either of those and you should be able to find it. The system doesn't have any specific setting. You can use it for your own adventure in the world of Hereafter. You can use it in a show like The World of Gravity Falls. You can go there. You can go to the Boiling Isles or you can go to Dead End. Or you can, with some help by the rulebook, create a world and characters of your own. I regret not being able to smash something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We yeah we were okay. a little uh, low violence yeah. uh, <laughs> this week. I was yeah. you know I was surprised you. Uh, I'll, I'll mention this. I, don't I got know to tackle a cop. Yeah. You did get the cap. Oh. Ta- you did get the tackle of Ron. But I'll tell you right now that fan that she did. Uh, the the glamorous fan, which is based on a real product I saw called Glam Fan, uh, was actually Oof. if you had decided to fight her, was going to be a necromon in disguise that she was going to have chase you. <laughs> Ooh, uh, fun! But you all decided to trick her instead, and I like my nonviolent solutions. Don't get me wrong, chases and chaos is fun as well, but uh, I love it when a bunch of kids just get to uh, outplay multiple adults. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, you you built the game for it after all. Uh, uh, <laughs> one question we like to ask in the plug zone of our guests is: What's something you would like people to check out that you have no like a, a personal investment in? Something you're not in, but you think really deserves a plug, regardless. So this is going to be shocking, but did you hear? There's a cartoon called Dead End Paranormal Park. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did hear about uh, this somewhere, but yeah, I can't really good. place where. Uh, it is a show on Netflix. It takes place in a paranormal park. It's If you like Under the Neighborhood, this adventure we did today, or shows like this, it's a fantastic little show that does a lot of fun stuff and is this kind of story to a T. Uh, on top of that, it's also got a, a really great cast of characters. Its main character is a trans man. The uh, the side character is confirmed to be autistic. There's a lot of great... From what I understand, of course, I'm a cis-straight, uh, allistic man saying this. But from what I can understand, it also, on top of all that, just has really a lot of great-for-kids shows kind of characters and representation and really good stuff. Agreed. It also has my favorite character. He is named Pugsley. He is a pug. He's a good boy. And that's all you need to know about... He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a very, very good show. Uh, definitely, again, if you like this adventure, if you like the kind of shows that Under the Neighborhood is inspired by, I'd highly encourage you to check it out. It is one of my favorite of those kinds of shows. Also, the main antagonist is uh, Walt Disney multiplied by Dolly Parton. She's amazing. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, she's pretty great. Once again, I'm just 
going to keep saying it because I had so much fun. <laughs> Thanks. I had a lot of fun. So yeah, go go check out Quest Friends. Go check out Under the Neighborhood. Uh, uh, this this is probably coming out before the Mouse Guard finale. So keep an uh, uh, eye open for that. We put a lot of lo- uh, uh, love into that episode. Well, three of the people on this call did. Sorry, Yao, you're not in that campaign. Uh, but <laughs> I, I That's what it is. I, I usually don't plug our own show on the show, but that that should tell you how uh, uh, excited I am for people to hear the the uh, winter episode of Mouse Guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good one. So with all that, uh, I guess there's nothing left to say. But good night, folks. Good night. Good, good night. night.